Good morning, New Hope. Hope your day is good. I'm walking along the Rum River in Cambridge here because I wanted to be here today because it is a picture of an emotion that I've been dealing with during this pandemic. We've been in this new series called Emoji, dealing with feeling, and it's all about our emotional health which is important to talk about, especially during these days. I mean, we all have emotions, right? Matter of fact, there was a recent poll that stated close to half of American adults today are experiencing negative emotional health and mental health due to worry and concern over the pandemic, over this virus. So it's important for us to talk about it today. So today I want to visit with you over an emotion that has uh, come up in my life during this pandemic, during this unique time. And that emotion is anger. Yes, I get angry. Anger is an emotion that was created by God. And we see actually in scripture, in the Bible, that the emotion of anger is talked about often. The Apostle Paul is writing to the city of Ephesus, and he's writing to the Christ followers there, and he's talking to them about how their nature, their character is now different because they're in relationship with Jesus Christ, and they have the Holy Spirit of Jesus living in them. And he writes to them in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, and he says this. He says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil a foothold. So again, I'm sitting along the river here today because for me, it reminds me of this emotion of anger. You know, early in the spring, this river is a lot faster. With the snow melt or the spring heavy rains, this river becomes volatile. It becomes churning, it, it's stirring, it becomes turbulent, and it doesn't look like it does today. And the reason for that is because there is water other than the river's water that is pouring into it and affecting it and causing it to become more turbulent, more restless, to a point where it overcomes its banks and causes destruction or floods other areas. Matter of fact, where I'm sitting right now, just a few weeks ago, was underwater. And so it it's a picture, I believe, of anger, right? Our lives are calm, but at some point, there are all these other circumstances or situations, whether it's from our doing or situations outside of ourselves, like this pandemic, that floods into our lives and cause all, causes all this stirring and this turbulence and, and this uh, turmoil. And we find that our emotion of anger becomes more volatile. Uh, that's sort of what I've experienced in my life. At home where we live, 
we have a lower garage and we have an upper garage. And I've found recently as I've been working in the lower garage that my anger has been coming out in like yelling and at times like smacking things with the hammer and that and finding that my anger is just like bubbling up. And when I'm working up in the upper garage, it's more of an anger of muttering because I know my wife in the house can hear me. Well, it's, I was working on my 67 Mustang and replacing the oil pan gasket. And to do that, I needed to take off the sway bar and the linkage and it wasn't going good, not at all. And I, I was getting angry and I was getting mad. But as I was so angry in that situation with this sway bar, in my head though, I was talking to myself and I'm like, why are you so angry? at this sway bar. What's the big deal? I mean, this is just a hobby. This is just a project. It's, it's not a, a pain. And I realized at that time that it wasn't the sway bar I was angry at. What I was angry at was this whole pandemic. What I was angry at was all the changes that it had brought into my life us not being able to see our kids physically for the last two months or so, for us not to be able to be together as a church, for the financial strain that it has put on uh, myself and others as well. And so I found that my anger really was caused by other things going on in my life. It wasn't really about this sway bar at all. And as I was preparing for today, I came across this interesting image, this graphic called the anger iceberg. And we all know that the tip of the iceberg is all that you see, but the majority of the iceberg is underneath. And they say with this anger iceberg that the tip of the iceberg is your anger. But what is producing that anger is everything that is underneath. And I realized that that was my life, that my anger was being produced by failed expectations, by hurt, by frustration, by loneliness, by uh, failure, by a variety of areas right now in my life that are so different just because of the pandemic we're walking through. And you could probably pick one of those areas under that graphic of the iceberg that has impacted you and has come in because of the scenario of the virus that we're dealing with right now. That is just the reality of what we're dealing with. You know, on the front end of this pandemic, I found that I was getting really angry at my family. And the reason for my anger wasn't really because of what they were doing. It was because I no longer had control in areas of my life that I had control in before. And that when I got home, I wanted everything to be in order. I wanted everything to be perfect because I thought, well, at least I could control that. And I was wrestling with anger. 
This is where Paul said to the church, in your anger, do not sin. So how does anger move from then emotion to sin? I mean, anger is a feeling that comes out of us. And the way that it moves from just an emotion to sin is when that anger comes out of us as an emotion and moves to an action against another person. And that's what was happening at times in my life with my family. My anger was towards them, even though it may have been produced by many other things under the iceberg. So Paul actually goes on then and says that if we fail to deal with this anger constructively or within the day, that this anger can produce other emotions in our lives. That's why he says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. He goes on and says that that anger can produce bitterness. It can produce hot tempers. It can produce loud quarreling. It can produce hatred. It can produce cursing in our lives. It reminds me of the story of a lady who came to the famous preacher, Billy Sunday, and tried to rationalize her anger outburst. There's nothing wrong with me losing my temper, she said to Billy Sunday. I blow up and then it's over. So does a bomb, said Billy Sunday, and look at the impact it leaves afterwards, he said. And so we need to be cautious, Paul says, when it comes with this emotion of anger. He goes on and he states in verse 32, instead of allowing our emotion of anger to turn into sinful actions, to well up like a raging river that overflows and, and causes destruction, he says that we are to be kind and we are to be merciful. We are to forgive as the Lord Christ has forgiven us. But how do we get there? How do we get there? I mean, how do we replace anger with kindness or rage with peace during these pandemic days? The only way we get there is by Jesus. It has to be Jesus' work in our lives. When we receive Jesus as Savior and Lord, we invited Jesus to come in and to replace our life with his. Basically, that's it. In Galatians 2.20, it says this, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It's through Jesus. And as Jesus is in us, replaces us, he is in us by his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit then brings his fruit 
to our lives. In Galatians 5, 22, he brings a fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, and self-control. So during these days, how do we overcome the emotion of anger? And especially having it move from an emotion to an action to where it becomes sin against others. What I've found is it's just through Jesus. It has to be his work in us. So as Pastor John said the first week, to trust in the Lord, for he is our refuge. As Pastor Justin said, with our fear and anxiety, to humble ourselves before him and cast all our fear and anxiety on him. When it comes to our anger as well, we need to do the same. We cannot overcome it apart from the power of Jesus. You know, I'm sitting in the woods along the river here with all kinds of logs washed over and through because of the flooding. And it gives me this idea that, you know, a chainsaw has no power in itself to cut the logs that are laying around here. It needs the gas to give it the power. And it's the same with us as Christ's followers. In and of ourselves, we don't have the power to overcome anger. We need the gas. We need the power of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ to do that. And so today, and the rest of this pandemic, and the rest of your life, I just challenge you to humble yourself before Jesus and allow him to give you the power to overcome your anger. And so this morning, I just want to close with a prayer. The first prayer, if you have not received Jesus Christ yet as your Savior and Lord, to do that because you need Him first in order to have the power and the fruit of the Spirit in order to be a different person, in order to be like Jesus. And if you're a Christ follower here this morning and you, like me, have found that, man, I've been dealing with anger during this time, then I invite you to confess that and to humble yourself and to pray the second prayer. And so if you want to receive Christ, pray this prayer. If you need to ask forgiveness for anger, pray the second prayer. Let's pray. Father God, I admit that I'm powerless, that I can't change my character, my nature, that I can't overcome fear or anxiety during these days. I can't overcome my anger that's being produced by these outside circumstances from this pandemic. Jesus, I recognize I can't because I'm a sinner. And so I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Forgive my sin. And replace my life with your life, Jesus. Bring in your character and get rid of my character. In your name, amen. And Lord, as a Christ follower, I confess my sin of anger that it's moved from emotion to action towards people around me. 
but yet it's being produced by so many other circumstances out of my control. And so forgive me for my anger and I pray that you would replace it with peace, with self-control, and with calmness. In your name, amen.